and welcome to another episode of Dos and a Half Cinco's. As always, I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. And this is episode number 32. Uh, this week we'll be reviewing Space Jam, and as we've been doing for the uh, past, I don't know, at this point, like six episodes, um, we're going to be also reviewing uh, Season 2, Episode 6 of Street Sharks called Road Sharks. Um, before we get into that, guys, anything on your guys' ends that you guys saw besides our movie of the week and also our episode of the week? I've seen the inside of my house for the past week. Yeah, I great. I just started this week working from home. Um, so far, so good. Although, hopefully, it won't end up being like Ben. He sounds like it's wearing on him. No, actually, this is this is amazing. Oh, it's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I I, 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 I think it. it's great too, and I hope it stays that way. Uh, in fact, once this all blows over, I mean. You may Working not want to go back. Would be kind of dope, but we'll see. What about you, David? Are you are you working from home now? Nope, I am still going into the office. Wow, wow, essential uh, because our yeah we are considered essential because we make military uh, parts for helicopters and military planes. But I didn't realize that we were using F sixteen, F eight eighteens, and Blackhawk uh, helicopters to stem the tide of uh, coronavirus. Well, you know something's got to shoot down that coronavirus. Yeah. Well, it I is mean, an invisible enemy, as our our president. Uh, you don't know that. What if it mutates that? and grows into a giant monster? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, then you guys are going to be thankful gonna, that we built gonna... all of these uh, parts for these uh, military <laughs> planes that we won't be able to uh, use. That won't be won't be going on to planes or helicopters for. At least eight to twelve months from now, You're, you'll be we'll be thanking you when uh, <laughs> we need more F-16s to fly at the big, uh, scary coronavirus ship, and then send That's one true. of them into the middle uh, and to say, blow it Hello, up. Hello, boys! <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, the whole the whole time you you were talking about how you had coronavirus in the beginning, and uh, no, one no one believed you. No one believed you, man. <laughs> I am the thing it mutated from. That's correct. I am the one wow. who grew this thing so, to no, just unbelievable size. Yeah. So you are essential because we need those F-16s. To shoot me down. Correct. Yeah. Yep. To fly. Well, we need just enough to have one left to send you into the middle. <laughs> send it into the middle of you to blow you up. Oh, I was going to say King Kong ain't got shit on me. What's that? What movie is that from? Is it Training Day? What, 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 yes. Why are we talking about Training Day? Why are we? Yeah, we're talking about Independence Day, and you switched to Training, training Day. day. Well, I, you said nothing could take it. I'm sorry. You are. You are. I'm sorry. I am very sorry. <laughs> is there any uh anything for you that they're going to say, like, okay, time to work from home now? I I honestly don't know. Um, Just for the, you know history books of record keeping um you know right now all of california is now under uh safer from home and all non-essential you know businesses are asked to close for the next couple weeks at least until i believe april 1st april 15th something like that and 
<clears throat> we are technically exempt at this point. I think what would probably cause us to shut down would be if somebody were to somebody on site were to have it. I mean, even I think, if your job can be performed from home, from home, they're still making you come in. Yeah, I mean, I feel like eighty percent of our function can be done from home, but unfortunately, yelling at people kind of have to do it in person. That's the only, yeah, that's the most effective way to do it because that that way it really sticks it to them. (laughs) Who are you Um, yelling at exactly? uh, Fellow coworkers, or who's yelling at you? Yeah, that's true. It's actually everybody. Everybody always constantly comes by my desk and goes, "Stupid." You're stupid. You're so stupid, David. And then you come home, and then Evan and everyone else yells at stupid at you. And then you go. I don't have to. Evan already does it at work. And then when he comes home, he just continues. I was like, man, that was a really nice Uh, drive where I didn't have it. (laughs) And then Irene yells it at you. And then your parents (laughs) yell at you. And then your brother yells it at you. And then then you get on this podcast and we yell at you. Everybody says it's my fault because on the uh, four Shut up, David. Get, I had I'm sorry. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you guys are uh, you know, trying to uh, you know, hold on to your sanity. And part of that, I think um, you know, with your guys' help, I think we could kind of bridge that gap. I think for the next couple of weeks, we'll be introducing some special guests um, you know, willing by them willing, of course, uh, God willing, that they would be able to, uh, you know, we'll let them pick some movies for us that we've reviewed before, that we've either seen, and uh, we'll be able to get some uh, new content and, and get somebody something to look forward to. Because, you know, we know a lot of you are sitting at home right now, not being able to go anywhere, so you might as well kick back, relax, and get some dose Snap Cinco's in. Yeah, and uh, also stick around for the new segment, um that is tentatively titled what did we say did we say whatever we will play video games and have a good time and we we streamed last week but the recording fucked up so yep and we will also be posting on twitter the next time we are planning on doing that um so we promise that now that we have a little bit more time on our hands we'll do a little bit better on the social media side so that way you can keep up to date on all of the cinco news uh, as it hits the fan. Wait, Wait that's not that's a good not, thing. That's, that's nope. Yep, but that's nope, where nope, we're going. Moving on. So, all right. Um, <laughs> so this week's uh, episode is um, focuses around Street Shark uh, season two, episode number six, called Road Shark. Uh, Stu, what were your thoughts on this one? Uh, so this one was tough for me to try because I was trying to watch it while I was actually trying to work. So I was trying to pay attention as best I could. But from what I gathered, let me know if this is if I'm in the ballpark. Uh, the street sharks get a bunch of new uh, banging rides, and uh, then they start going out riding around town. And for some reason, I don't know. That was like the first ten minutes of the show was just like uh ripster and uh what was the name moby lick just kind of like tearing tearing ass through town um and then the next rest of the episode they're on what they're chasing down a uh dr paradigm who's in a like a mobile lab or something correct 
and he uh, captures streaks. Yeah, he captures streaks because a streak is out out on the town having a having a good old time. And uh, yeah, so that was just a quick uh, recap what went yep. down. But I mean, you know, this is typical Street Shark show. I'm not really sure how these episodes are going to fall into place as far as the overall story arc of their, you know, what happened to their dad. Sometimes we get episodes where there's their dad. And then we haven't seen that, was that like two episodes ago? Yeah, sounds about right. I think in episode yeah. four. So, but I mean, you but, know, it is a classic Street, Street Sharks episode, you know. Do you guys feel like the uh, the formula just continues to just keep getting repeated over and over again? That it's just kind of like, okay, we get it. It's always going to be one of them gets isolated, one of them gets caught, and then they break him out. Yes. Okay. Um. Do you think that's because this is these are all filler episodes? No. Really? All of them are essential. <laughs> Just like David I, at the I job. don't know how I, I agree with Stu. I don't know how this episode in particular will flesh out as part of the the Street Shark canon. The if Street if Shark only canon. Yeah. It's I a mean, canon that shoots street sharks. Yes. <laughs> how how else were we supposed to know that they have arcade machines that turn into jet planes? <laughs> And I, I don't remember the other thing. It was a tractor or something. It was like a it was like a tank or something. Yeah, it was like a tank, and the other one turned into a jet board thing. Hmm. That seems pretty important. Yeah, well, why isn't I guess? Well, I I leave it to our resident uh, anime. I mean, uh, comic expert on Ben for you to be able to tell us if it's a filler episode or not. Seeing as how you finished Naruto, didn't you? Who didn't, David? God. I didn't. Stu, did you? What is that? Like the fish cake <laughs> in your ramen? or? Yeah. Okay, well, let cake. me tell you. So, Naruto is actually the fourth Hokage's son. Now, when he was born, <laughs> the nine-tailed fox actually attacked the Hidden Leaf Village. From there, it turns out that the nine-tailed fox was actually imprisoned inside Naruto. Flash forward 12 years to when he is in the Chunin exam. And then he has to go and meet with Sasuke and Sakura, and they both all fight together so that they can become part of the Chunin exam. But then, during that time, oh my god, Orochimaru attacks. So, during that time, when Orochimaru is attacking, it turns out that he actually resurrected the old Hokages. Now, this could be problematic because the old Hokages were the most powerful ninjas in all the land, and someone please stop me. Sue, Sue, wake up! <laughs> so we're, we're gonna okay well thank you for that uh ben we need your uh score on uh this episode of uh, street sharks uh you know i'm gonna give this a higher score because the theme song finally clicked with me there was something about this new season's theme song <laughs> after the first three they you know buy, how, they no, buy. <laughs> no okay no, no 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 like in the first season right it was a different song right or right. The they had one two the first three episodes had a different song than this season. Right. Well, when this season's rolled around, I don't know, something sounded weird to me, or something sounded familiar, at least. And I couldn't get it out of my head. And finally, I was watching a random clip of Wayne's it World, and it fucking oh. clicked. Like, I, I don't know why it reminds me of it, but, you know, do you guys remember when in Wayne's World when they sold out? And they sold yeah. out to that company? Yeah, yeah, and they're doing like all the ads for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But talking about that heard, bit. Well, or... they heard their first theme song, 
Oh, right. Wayne's World. Yeah. Wayne. That one. Yeah. I don't know why, but the saxophone and just everything about it reminds me of that. I you know, see. It's like, street sharks. Street it's just that. sharks. So the long lost uh, rock and roll saxophone. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's it. I think there was, there's even like a 30 rock pit. Like, this is one of the things I loved about 30 rock was just like this, this very subtle bit that like, probably, I don't know if a lot of people would get, but it was like, I forget uh lemon or what's her name liz i was yeah, just liz having lemon. like a she's like encountering some like, like these three um three people who like no longer um have jobs or something and one of them was like travel agent like that's like a dead career and then the last one was like a glass guy was like and i used to play dynamite saxophone solos and rock and roll songs and like, <laughs> so uh, that's that's kind of like what you're talking I, about I do, yeah. I do not recall that bit what yeah see a lot of, i'm sure it flew under the radar for a lot of people so i, I guess i need to rewatch 30 rock oh what a yeah. terrible tragedy that oh, yeah what a terrible oh, terrible situation. feel so bad for you ben oh, man. oh no uh all right well uh Stu, rating for this one i mean it is a, a a finster out of 10 i don't know perfect excellente um, I had but similar we, sentiment. I just oh. thought it was very. We just kind of had the same situation happen over and over again. I think this is the third time uh, Streaks has gotten captured. I believe. I don't remember who was the first one to get captured, but I will say this: uh, we're not going to have Moby Lick at least for foreseeable episodes. I know. Sad. The hell they introduce him, then they just yank him away. I don't know. It's just like, you guys can't have nice things. I'm just going to take it away from you. So we would normally jump straight into our box office breakdown for the week, but because of the coronavirus and the, uh, and the um, stay at home um, and all of the, like quarantine and uh, curfews that are being in place that are request are like restricting people from gathering in large places uh, with lots of people. Uh, theaters have been shut down, so we're just gonna skip over uh, bo- box office rundown for this week, and we will probably for the next couple of weeks. Is it we'll even jump. does even anything even show up anymore? Um, I don't believe so. I haven't really checked, but let's go ahead and. We'll just cruise on over. Just do the sad, <laughs> like... the sad state of affairs of the box office. <laughs> I will tell uh, you sweet. one thing: there was one movie, one major release that's still released despite every theater closing. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing released last week. Well, according to the domestic box office, uh, but, something um, did release. It's just that it got zero dollars. <laughs> what was it? It was. I think it was Trolls, wasn't it? Oh. So should we just rehash uh, weekend number eleven from two weeks ago? So number one at the top, number no, one is our stop. movie of. Oh, <laughs> Wait, trolls? There's there a. Huh? What do you mean they trolls like the movie, like the, yeah, the trolls, dolls? Yeah. yeah. Oh, world tour or whatever. Yeah. They released it. Yeah. I know everyone backed out. That's gonna be the biggest tax write-off movie ever ever made. I'm sure it was probably decent. I mean, the first troll movie did okay, but it's like that? zero zero dollars. I thought it like... was pretty good. <laughs> well, of course, David I thought got that. This feeling. 
Is there anything animated that you won't watch? Are you, uh, are you saying that to yourself, Ben? <laughs> yeah, kettle or pot. Yeah, it's a pot what? kettle situation there. What? Is that mm-hmm. like a new racist term? Is that what it is? Yeah, hey, you kettle. <laughs> what are you looking at, stop. kettle? Stop looking at me, okay, pot? <laughs> yeah, but I think this is going to be kind of interesting, right? Because of the fact that a lot of the theaters are closed at this point, what are we looking at in terms of like box office numbers if they're being released to Prime? They're releasing to AMC. Well, they're releasing no, they're, on like the digital formats like right away. I mean, there's still a small number of theaters open, right? I mean, there's still drive-in theaters. I heard they're doing pretty oh. well. Mm. But I don't think those ones are recorded on these uh, box office numbers, correct? I actually do not know. I don't even know how they would calculate that. I mean, do they count how many people are in the car? I've, like, I haven't been to a drive-in theater. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I haven't been to one in probably about four or five years. I've never. And been to I one. was like, man, this is awful. <laughs> The scion's not very roomy to be able. To <laughs> hey, you want to listen? You want to watch a movie in a in a small tight space with crappy audio? No. Yeah, we'll just go <laughs> you've come to the right. We'll just... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I just Welcome came in here to make a U-turn. Lounge. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I. Yep. All right, so that's our box office <laughs> rundown for this week. Weird. How how did Invisible Man do? It had invisible mu- numbers and made invisible dollars. Woo! Great. Um, but if we hadn't already seen these, would you have had any desire to to rent them for twenty dollars just to be able to see them? What Invisible Man? Well, let's say any of these movies or The Hunt. The Hunt is available. Like to oh are they rent letting you rent it or something? Yeah, it's on. Uh, I think it's on uh, Amazon. You can cool. rent it. Yeah, Invisible Man's also on there. Onward Woo. is also on there. But Onward, I'm just here's a tidbit: you can rent it now for twenty dollars, or you can wait three weeks and you will be free on Disney Plus. Which feel- Stu has already promised that will be his, uh, yeah. you know, background my, noise. Yeah, it's new my my new white noise movie. That's right. That was an excellent movie. If you hadn't had a chance to see it, uh, either rent it for $20 if you don't want to wait because you were so enticed by our review, or you can just wait three weeks and you can watch it then. All right. Uh, so that will pretty much do it for this week's box office rundown because there is no box office. We'll jump straight le- into our... What's left of it. Yeah. Uh, we hope that the movie, uh, the movie industry with all the theaters will survive. Or else it's going to be a very interesting uh, transition for the Dozen Half Cinco's uh, podcast. We might just start having to do board games on online, and uh, you know, hopefully this thing rides out pretty quickly, um, and we get some type of vaccine or we get some type of cure. But in the meantime, um, we'll be here to try to entertain you guys as much as we can. Uh, we have a lot of episodes that are now up all the way through episode thirty, so we can thank Stu. For uh, doing the brunt of the work, so thank you, Stu, for that. Yay, me! Hooray! I, I, I don't know why that we ever since we switched to Mondays, it feels like that we go so long in between episodes now that I keep procrastinating. Like, oh, I'll work on thirty-one 
to later. And then later comes around eventually. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I haven't even started. So no worries. I mean, you have some time. I, we, we, I, I was told the other day, holy crap, what did you guys do? And I was like, we released all of them. They finally <laughs> got out of the pen and we just gave you all of the, all the dose and half sinkers you can at, handle all at and, once. Uh, yeah. And so I have one of my coworkers, James Chatham. He's, uh, been one of our diligent weekly listeners and once he got up to i think it was like 14 he goes but there's nothing left and i was like oh just wait and then <laughs> just... it was another chunk of six and then after that he goes holy moly <laughs> it was like i think it was like 21 through 30 got released all at once he was like oh well he, he listens to us every morning so james good on you and uh you know we'll we look forward to having you on the show thanks for listening yeah Actually, thank you to all of our uh, Dose and Half Cinco's listeners out there. Um, if uh, you guys are looking for a shout out, go ahead and drop a comment in our comment section on our YouTube, and uh, we'll make sure to uh, make you guys a mention in the next episode. So um, let's move on straight into our movie of the week this week. That is Space Jam. Um, since this is uh, Stu's pick, Stu, what's Come our on, uh, and yeah. welcome to the jam. Come on and slam. Uh, oh, I probably should have wrote something for this. Uh, <laughs> All right, Mike, fantastic. Mike, oh, so, okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go. Uh, Michael Jordan retired from the NBA to pursue his lifelong passion of baseball, uh, only to find out that, oh, only to be abducted by the Looney Tunes. <laughs> Wow, I can't believe you just did that. I can't believe you done this. Where with lovable characters such as Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and and the uh, tintillating new cast of the Looney Tunes, Lola Bunny. Ow! Wow. Wow. Um, and to when the Looney Tunes abduct Michael Jordan to help them defeat the Monstars. Who are threatening, yeah, boo, threatening to take the Looney Tunes away and make them their slaves on their amusement park planet. Uh, will Michael Jordan uh, prove he's the best basketball player in the world by leading the Looney Tunes to an to by beating the Looney Tunes? Leading the Looney Tunes, you <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Against impossible odds, tune in to find out on Space Jam. That's it. <laughs> God damn it. This is what we've, we're reduced to now, I guess. So, Ben, uh, <laughs> Ben, thoughts on Space Jam? Are we in the spoiler zone? Or are we still doing uh, yeah, How does this work? Is... What do you mean? Like, I feel like most people have already seen this movie. Yeah, do we so it's even like need to do a spoiler zone. No, it's all kind of one zone now. Yeah, so, so I mean, it, you should have already seen this movie. We're not going to spoil anything like that big, anyways. That you probably wouldn't already know from from uh, Space Jam. Yeah. But and if you just heard the synopsis, you could probably tell how it ends. Uh, Looney Tunes, Michael Jordan, basketball, they win the game. Yep. <laughs> on, a, on a dunk. On of dunk. Course. Yeah. Yep. A Looney Tunes dunk. A half court Looney Tunes dunk. Yeah, I think yeah. most. I think at this point, because this movie has been out for so long, 
Um, it's more of just nostalgia for us. So, Ben, what are your thoughts on this movie now that you've seen it for the second time? This is probably my fourth or fifth time. Okay, okay. Uh, um, I would say that, like, I, I remember enjoying it a lot. I had a lot of fond memories of this. Um, actually, it was right before one of my, I think it was my second surgery. Like, I was scared shitless, and then... I think my mom took me to go see Space Jam, and like I, I remember that I, was, I really liked it. And then after I went through the surgery and I woke up, uh, they took me to McDonald's and they got me like one of the Happy Meals and it came with the the giant blue guy as a toy. Nice. Like yeah, so I don't know. I mean, even back then I had really fond memories of it, and you know, rewatching it again this time, I was like, uh, you know, maybe this is gonna be shit, but I don't know, like. On the other, t- like, going through it again, I feel like there's even more to enjoy just because going through it the first time, I didn't know who Charles Barkley was. I didn't really understand who Michael Jordan was. I, like, knew the name, but it never really clicked with me, you know? So being able to catch up on all those little references and how it ties into the actual world of the NBA was something really cool because, it was, I mean, that was probably my most uh, enjoyable part of the movie for me was that that little side NBA plot line going on this time, you know, how they had to close out the whole NBA because they're afraid mm-hmm. of some virus and whatnot. Oh, and wow. How how uh, appropriate. Oh, my God. Also, I never picked this up, but Michael Jordan's dog in the movie is named Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Barkley. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> got him. Okay, that, that's all I got. So, would your rating uh, change at all from how you probably felt when you were a kid? What would you give it now, and what would oh, you have man. probably given it I, back then? I don't think I can give like an unbiased answer just because of the nostalgia factor, you know? Like, okay. what's, what's well, the completely biased answer? Yeah, factoring that in, give us a biased answer. Oh, a biased answer? Ooh, yeah. Man, um, nine, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, and then yeah. with the nostalgia factor, becomes a ten. Maybe nine and a half, ten, maybe. That's only worth half a point. Yeah. <laughs> we only picked. That's 10 saying out of a lot. That's pretty good though, this. because no, that I means know. it's it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Which... On on, it, on its own merits. Yeah. Uh, what about you? For you, Stu, I, I heard the synopsis, and there was a lot of love and oh, yeah. uh, care in that in that synopsis. Oh so yeah, I curated that. You? that synopsis for days spent hours no i i didn't want you to write it i wanted it to be from the heart you know right depths of my soul that's right right (laughs) in the soul uh but yeah this um it's been a long time since i've watched this uh, um again i know like it's always kind of like been there you know in the back of my memory banks you know like always you know you know recall it when i need to but i hadn't watched it um probably in who knows, like 15 years. Oh, wow. Um, so and it was, there was like some, I remember a lot of the movie, like pretty vividly. There were some scenes I don't remember at all. Like the, the very beginning scene when he's a kid shooting the basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember that scene at all, but uh, pretty much all the other scenes I recall. And I got to say, like when I liked, when I was a kid, like Ben, I really liked this movie. Um, I was a little more familiar with, um, the NBA and basketball in general, Michael Jordan, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, you know, I, I had, I guess I had, you know, that appreciation back then and, you know, it's kind of the same appreciation I have for it now 
and it was good to kind of see um go back and see like michael jordan in his prime and like all the other guys charles barkley because like lately you only see charles barkley on tnt and you know he's just like old man but you know it was kind of cool to go back and see him as like in his prime young too. Charles. Yeah, yeah, young, young Charles. Um, yeah. So that was cool. Um, that was like kind of like a refreshing take on on Charles Barkley uh, to see him young again. Um, but yeah, just and just the entire movie, I thought like had a really good cast. Like I didn't even realize um, that Wayne Knight and Danny DeVito were in it. Like until I just watched it. I actually watched and Dan it today. Aykroyd. I didn't know he was in this picture. Um, But yeah, yeah, and obviously Bill Murray uh, is in it too, along with all the other NBA guys, uh, including like uh, uh, Larry Bird. Um, So yeah, all that was, you know, just as good as I remember. And the Looney Tunes zaniness uh, was kind of like, almost like I would say refreshing because I don't, it's been a while since I've watched something like that where it's just like, wacky just kind of cartoonish like like they almost like define like the usage of the word cartoonish like uh just in their their all all their crazy antics so that was that was fun to watch too again um so yeah for me this was way up there this is definitely a nine and a half uh for me out of ten yeah so i would definitely echo the same sentiments um i was just kind of I didn't remember watching. I don't remember that many scenes out of it. And I was just like, how did we get to the point where they play basketball? Completely forgot about the golf thing. <laughs> um, and I, it kind of is interesting to see who were the stars back in the day when that movie was shot. Right. Muggsy Bowes. I knew Larry Johnson. I was like, Oh, I didn't remember that Larry Johnson was that big. Obviously I knew Patrick Ewing, um, Sean Bradley. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Like, seeing them kind of brought back memories of watching, like, basketball in general. And, you know, seeing Chuck, uh, you know, Charles Barkley in there, knowing that there's this background between him and Shaq, uh, not him and Shaq, uh, him and Michael, that they're, like, best friends. For some reason, I kept thinking in the back of my head that Shaquille O'Neal was in this movie <laughs> because yeah. I guess I just keep wanting to think that he was in it. Um, and then I was surprised when I saw Bill Murray and Larry Bird um in that movie also so for me i guess it'd been longer than 15 years probably almost 20 years since i'd seen the movie and uh you know i was surprised and i think Stu, you're right it no they don't really make movies like this anymore Mm -hmm. um where they kind of just like lean into the fact that yeah it's silly but it's here to kill time for you for you know an hour and a half it's not going to try and pull any punches or anything like that but they're giving you exactly what you want it's a basketball movie with cartoon characters boom done next next question yeah um and i feel like a lot of times we've lost that a lot of movies are trying too hard to be something else right and i feel like sometimes cartoons have gotten so realistic at this point that it's kind of like i don't know you don't get that kind of that that contrast between the fact that like oh he's in a cartoon world and i know that it's mostly just because of a technology thing so but I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, once again, I definitely felt that it was like no dull moments at all. Even though there was that one point, I forgot what his name is. The guy who plays um, um, the guy from Jurassic Park. What's his name? Wayne Knight. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just kind of like, I forgot. Where was this guy from? I don't remember him as a character in general. He's Newman then... from Seinfeld. Jesus. Well, I also knew that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Newman, Newman, Newman. Um. 
But yeah, did you guys know the name of the uh, the monsters? Uh, oh, they like have names. Yes, like their individual. So names? the guy no. who stole Charles Barkley's uh, power, his name is Pound. Oh, Sean good. Bradley, the really tall, lanky one, his name is Blanco. The Patrick Ewing guy, his name is Bang. Larry Johnson stole the guy's uh, was was stolen by Bupkiss. Wait, and then Muggsy <laughs> oh, Bowes, his he was stolen by Not N A W T. I did not know they had names either. Neither did I. Monstar yep. one, monstar two. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would have thought. Tall monster, skinny monster, red monster, um, boss monster, monster. Yeah. But actually, the, the the one thing that I did pull away from this after watching this, and I know that it's pretty still pretty fresh in our minds, is we watched Dear Basketball, mm-hmm. um, at, written written by Kobe Bryant, and was um, turned into a short film. That first mo that first scene where Michael's in the in the driveway shooting baskets mm-hmm. and his dad comes out and like I don't know why, but it just felt very eerily similar to the way that they put the short film together for Kobe's Dear Basketball. And I I think the reason why it feels so close is that's just how he wanted to be able to portray how much love Michael Jordan had for basketball. And at the same time, he also echoed the same sentiments that he just didn't want to be torn away from it at all. Right. It was like this thing that he would give everything for. And I I don't know if I was the only person that felt that way after seeing this a second time, but I'm like, wow, it does definitely pay homage to what did Michael Jordan do for basketball? Not as a, just like, Oh, he won six championships. He created this you know this uh this thing back in the the 90s we all wanted to be like mike and you know kobe was part of that generation and that kind of was i don't know it was very close i don't know if you guys felt the same thing that you guys can see what i'm seeing which is that like almost like they created almost like the same essence from that you know shooting the back in the in the driveway mm-hmm. to that short film that he had where he was balling up like sock tube socks and right. then shooting in his, in his, in his room. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan definitely was like the kind of like the, the mold that all future and current, you know, even current NBA players are kind of like made from. Cause like, you know, with all the, like, just like the, the style and the swag and the, you know, you know, just like the place that like just like the play style and wanting to you know do all that kind of stuff like Michael Jordan pretty much is you know every player probably in some way whether it's like the pre- previous generation like Kobe's or the current generation where they kind of a lot of the players will say they use Kobe as their inspiration but really it's Kobe got his inspiration from Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and then that's kind of like I don't know if there's anyone else like cuz cuz Mike like I remember Michael Jordan watching some clips of him from like the eighties when like he first started playing and it was, it was weird. It was like surreal. Cause it looked like he was playing in modern times while everyone else was stuck in the eighties. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like his style, like he looked like he was in like, you know, late nineties, early two thousand rather than like 1986 or whatever. So yeah. Like everybody was like dribbling very upright or something like that. And, yeah. and you'd see like, Michael was very shifty right, yeah. in a lot of his movements. And then you see slowly but surely, like, everybody's like, what is this guy doing? He's he's changing yep. the game. And I think 
you know, in essence, I feel like a lot of the guys that you you're, you're saying like follow in Michael's footsteps wanted to do the same, and I think you know Kobe was one of those. So you know, I, I don't want to go too far off the rails for that one, but um, I guess now at this point, it does beg the question: there has been mention about a second Space Jam movie. Oh, there's um, been more than a mention. Okay, all right. There's there's been a lot of work there's, that's been done. There's on been that. a full on feature film that's been shot. Uh, as far as I know. Wait, really? See that yeah. that part I did not know. I wait. I who's didn't starring know. in it? I, last I didn't summer even know they started production on it. I yeah, know they last, wrote it. No, last summer the LeBron was like shooting Space Jam. Wait, really? Yeah. I thought they were still having trouble like getting people to be in the movie. I know LeBron wanted a lot of people to be in it. No, he got a he... he got AD, he got Clay Thompson, he got uh I think Damian Lillard, uh and then a couple WNBA I can't say their last names, but a couple of their uh, WNBA stars. Huh. Yeah, that I mean I was following him on Instagram and he was constantly posting stuff of him being oh, on Oh, Diana Taurasi, Nakenan Ogume. Yeah, I can't say their last names. (laughs) Yeah, but yes, that's as far as I know. That's that's where I got my information from. Was just watching it from Wikipedia because it says the characters Pennywise, Lord Voldemort, the Wicked Witch of the West, Agent Smith, the Mask, and the Joker will additionally appear in the film. What? It says that on the Wikipedia page. It says, additionally, NBA players Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Kyle Kuzma, Michael Jordan, and Kyrie Irving, as well as NBA players Diana Taurasi. Not going to try saying those names again. Um, <laughs> and the cameo appearances and the characters Pennywise, Lord Voldemort, the Wild Witch, yeah, the Wicked Witch of the West, Agent Smith, the Mask, and the Joker will appear additionally appear in the film. I did not know that about, about that part. Yep, that they, seems weird. I thought this they was started as movie. early as 1997. But do you guys feel that it should have been Kobe? I think this? it should have been. Yeah. I was really hoping it would have been, um, like for like I don't know, the past 20 years. <laughs> but um, since it wasn't him, you know, it's fine. It's fine that it's LeBron. Um, uh. and and since and since they did, as far as I know, they filmed it last year or last summer, or at least the oh, parts so, that needed LeBron. Hmm. And um, he filmed his parts last year, as far as I know, or last summer. Um, and it would have been great if, uh, I don't know if like there was like a Kobe's uh, cameo, but you know, well, I guess we'll have to wait till 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, apparently the release date is July 16th, 2021, seven, one, six, 21. Well, I know that the second Space Jam has been in the pipeline for a very long time. So Since 97. <laughs> yeah, so I'm holding my breath, essentially. Yeah. Or I won't be holding my breath for that. Uh, right. Hey, fun fact. Did you know that there was supposed to be a follow-up to Space Jam with Tony Hawk in it? What? Uh, apparent, I don't know what happened, but uh, what was it? Looney Tunes Back in Action took its spot. But Ooh. I know Tony Hawk was contacted to possibly star in this movie, and after that, nothing else happened. He said he doesn't oh. know what else happened to it. Okay, I don't know if this is really true or not, but on the um, Wikipedia page, the potential sequel re-entered development as Spy Jam, 
and was to star Jackie Chan. Oh man, we were robbed. I know. And then there was another one. It was uh the the studio also planned a film called Race Jam, which would have included Jeff Gordon. And then there was another film. He had been pitched a story for a sequel that would have starred professional golfer Tiger Woods. I feel like the title Jam only makes sense for basketball. Basketball. Yeah. <laughs> but not if it's Spy Jam and we get Jackie Chan. Oh, that's true. Spy Chan. Spy Chan. Wow. Oh, that would have been even better. <laughs> oh, anyhow. Oh, my gosh. You love Spy Chan. <laughs> Spy Chan. Oh. Um, so, I mean, if, if it was, you know, if it was up to you, Stu, who would have been your uh, picks for this? For what? Uh, Spy if, Chan? No. For Space Jam 2. <laughs> Spy Chan's already been created. Already it, been cast. Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan locked in. Okay. So obviously Kobe. Oh, you mean like if it were Kobe and like who would be the other basketball players? That's right. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oosh, that's a tough one. Uh, well, obviously it'd be Kobe and Shaq. Uh, it would be. Let's see who is who is who is like the big ones in that time in that time. Uh, Tim Duncan. Well, I guess Timmy D. Timmy D, yeah, that would have been good for the big man, uh, for power forward at least. Um, Reggie, Reggie Miller, he could have been in the first one though. He should, I know they they had a lot of. Uh... Uh, let's see, damn, who I'm trying to I'm I'm having a hard time like picking scrolling through like the eras because like if I'm if I go back too far then it's like well that could have just been Space Jam one. Uh, if I I don't want to go too late, Greg Popovich, Ray Allen, <laughs> Ray Allen, I guess he was in a Kevin movie, Garnett. so he can act. Yeah, KG, that's a good one. There you go. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, of a point guard. Apparently, it, the two thousands was a lot of like big, uh, like uh, like big guys. Well, what about yeah. Vince Carter? Yeah, Vince, Vince Carter, Steve time. Nash, maybe. Oh, interesting. There you go, Steve Nash, Kobe, uh, Shaq, Pedro uh, Stojakovic. Tim Duncan, no. <laughs> uh, Chris Webber. Yeah, there you go. Chris Webber. Interesting. Um, hmm. Okay, what about you, Ben? Greg Popovich. <laughs> Excellent. Five <laughs> cast members That's where he it. does the Eddie Murphy treatment. He plays all of them. <laughs> well, actually, what about Allen Iverson? Would you guys have included Oh, him? shit. That's uh, right. Yeah. I mean... Because somebody okay, has well, to play the short guy, right? Because they had that's why I, I picked Steve Nash for that, but oh, yeah. okay. but it's tough because Kobe played across so many, like basically like three eras. So yeah, he he played in the league for twenty straight years. <laughs> so it's like he almost could. He could almost even said, "Why didn't almost say like he could have been in the first one?" But um, yeah, I know it's tough, but. But I do, I do. I will say this: Space Jam Two. Ooh, man, you got some big shoot. You got a. It's a tough act to follow. You better. I know. LeBron, better not fuck LeBron, it up. You better come correct. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm expecting one of the reasons I. I didn't give it a ten out of ten. Um, well, if I were a kid, I would have given it a ten out of ten. But now that I'm not a child and I'm more familiar with the game of basketball, uh, a lot of the. I was watching like the big game at the you know towards the end the end of the movie. I'm just uh-huh. sitting there like. Who's officiating this game? They're just, they're just Slamming doing into each other. They're I just know. playing like, Jungle you ball. know, yeah. <laughs> and like the, all the choreography was, I've obviously it's probably because of limitation of the technology at the time, but 
now that now that you know technology is where it's at i would expect the choreography the basketball choreography to be way like way better i better see like uh foghorn leghorn setting picks and uh you know uh lola bunny if she's coming back you know she's gonna like cross someone up you know she's coming back yeah (laughs) um but yeah and bugs better do some alley-oop stuff and you know i mean they they did have alley-oops in this one but that's true i my favorite well i think the uh i think it was i think i caught on to it when i was a kid when i first watched it when bugs bunny put on the mailman Mm -hmm. um uh like the postage outfit and Mm -hmm. then threw a lob up to michael Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a John Stockton, uh, Carl Malone thing. Yeah. Right. The mailman delivers or whatever. So um, I definitely was able to just reminisce a little bit. Definitely enjoyed it. Really wished I could have owned a pair of Space Jams. Those are some sweet shoes. Yeah. Sean, give me a pair. I know. Sean, Sean where you at? Those? Yeah, he does. I think he, he wore those to our, like, one of our steak nights at, uh, like, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, steak night. I missed that. Yeah, I know. <sighs> we'll pause uh, a quick minute for steak night. Yeah. Well, it's not like it's dead, but we just it's need dead. to. No. It'll oh. never be dead. <laughs> not as long as we rib remember cap. it. Rib cap. Oh, man. Rib cap. Mm. Uh, Excellent. What, what was your guys' oh. favorite, favorite moments in the movie? Ben. Yeah, shut up, David. Wait, the ones not involving Lola Bunny? Uh, hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> those were obviously those are all our favorite moments, <laughs> including including the ones we look up on the internet afterwards. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, I would have to say my realization of Charles Barkley, the dog. Oh, the, 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 the dog. dog. <laughs> uh, Stu, what was your favorite moment? Um, it was either this had uh, there's. Actually, it's nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> no, no, it does have something to do with the movie. It just didn't have oh. really anything to do with the main st- st- like arc of the movie. It was either when uh, Wayne Knight, uh, for those who don't know Wayne Knight, he's the guy who played Newman in Seinfeld. If that helps you place him, or the guy from Jurassic Park who gets the uh, Eaten. the the tar in his face, yeah. um, or whatever that is, tar. Uh-huh. Is, yeah. But anyways, uh, when he's like digging the hole in the golf course, and it just like. He just cuts back to him later, and it's like this giant <laughs> hole now. <laughs> um, it was that part, and then the um, one part when they were the Looney Tunes were laying out the plan for how they were gonna challenge the, the whatever monsters. they're called before they're monsters, proto monsters. Yeah, each each one of them is like kind of like suggesting a plan, and then Sylvester comes in and he starts laying out a plan on how he's gonna get Tweety. Um, instead (laughs) I started laughing at that part so so um, for me I think my favorite moment was uh, when Bill Murray pretty much like saves the game by showing up at the last minute and and then Michael like pats him on the back and goes man you could have made it in the league and then he and then you flash forward to like later on they're at they're at Chicago and he's sitting next to Larry Bird and he's telling him, Oh yeah, like I could have made it. He goes, You guys just gotta let it go, man. Just gotta <laughs> let it go. I think that's one of my favorite moments is because um Bill Murray plays a very similar character at um in Caddyshack, um, where he is the like the groundskeeper. And so he has like these these moments where he talks about like, oh, he could have done this and done that. 
And so I feel like it was like homage to that. So I really enjoy that because I just saw it recently. I was just like, oh, I haven't watched Caddyshack in a while. And so I started watching that and I watched this. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's playing a very similar character. Very Zen-like and all that stuff. And he could have made it big but did not for some odd reason or whatever. So for me, that was that. That was that moment. I always wondered, did Bill Murray have some kind of relationship with Michael Jordan outside of the movie? Or I think is that why friends. He- was that why? Because like I always wonder, like why? Why of all people? Not that I'm complaining. I'm just wondering, like how did he, how did they choose Bill Murray for that role? How, how do you not choose Bill Murray? I mean, he was he played Garfield and, <laughs> and others and, and Garfield two Garfield and Garfield two. And uh, remember in Zombieland at the very the tale end, of the, two kitties. The, yeah. yeah. Do you have any just, regrets? Just do the hair. Just do the hairball sound in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so all right um any other thoughts before uh we go ahead and wrap this up with a nice little bow and deliver it for a slam dunk an alley oops as they would say an alley Mm -hmm. hoop no okay all right um so next week we have on slate for now is uh scott pilgrim against the world uh, against uh Stu's wishes yeah. But uh, if we can get a special guest on for next week, that will be the movie of the week for that week. Uh, it'll maybe a surprise, but we will, as we have been for the last couple of weeks, uh, reviewing episode number six of Street Shark season number two. Um, you know, if you guys like that segment, you know, let us know what the next uh, nostalgic TV show you'd like for us to continue reviewing. I'm pretty sure we're going to end up watching Mighty Ducks. <laughs> uh, unless something else better comes along. Um, but, uh, guys, any other thoughts besides the fact that we're going to probably see uh, Scott Pilgrim next week? Come on and slam. And welcome, and welcome to, to the jam. jam. I feel like this is the first time I heard that song. <laughs> I gotta say, the music was really good in this movie. I know, yeah, yeah. And, except for the R. Kelly song. Right? What's wrong with that song? It's iconic. Yeah. All right. I don't never mind, mind that he like three times in the movie. Never mind that he they peed should've... on people. Yeah. Why? Well, we we can separate the music from the yeah, artist. Exactly. Right. right. Okay. Well, um, that'll pretty much do it for this episode of Dos Nav Cinco's. Uh, I, as always, I am your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. And uh, as part of our PSA, we always remind you, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds, practice social distancing, don't forget to tip your Reiki masters next time you see him, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>